the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, I know you already know this, but our God is a good God. He's good all the time. Everything that our God does is good. Our God is also a God of transformation and manifestation. So, since our God is a good God and He does good, then that means that all the transformations and manifestation that He causes to happen are good too. Saints of God, since that's true, we ought to let God bring whatever transformation and manifestation in our lives that he wants to do. Because whatever that transformation or manifestation might be, we know one thing for certain. That is, it's going to be good. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. You got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to James chapter 1. Come on, let's have some fun as we dive back into this word that God gave me to give you so that we could all be blessed by it and knowing exactly likely what we're supposed to do to be able to make sure that we benefit in this time of transformation and manifestation that God has made available to me and you. Speaking of transformation and manifestation, that's the title of the message. It's called Transformation and Manifestation, which is God's desire for each and every one of us who are his to experience transformation and manifestation. We've been focusing mostly on the transformation part right now. That's what we want manifestation of, is transformation. Because we found out many of the other manifestations that we want, you know, and God wants to give me and you too, many times need a transformation by me and you or in me and you in order for us to receive the things that he has in store for me and you. Because he's promised it. But yet now he has to get us to the person to be able to receive it. James chapter 1 is a foundational text. Starting with verse 16, it reads, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. Now we found out that God has good for me and you and he wants to send it into the life of me and you. He wants it to be manifested in the life of me and you. That good that we found out in the Greek is literally good, but it's good in any sense. And that even means good in every sense, in such a way as it's good even in ways that we don't understand is good, but it's still good. Just like many of the transformations and some of the manifestations that God has in store for us, they're good whether we understand it or not, because God is good. That's why we trust God, put our confidence in God, and we do what God wants us to do, live like he wants us to do, and God's going to make sure everything works out good for me and you. Good is what God has in store for me and you. That's why we should desire the transformations and the manifestation that God has in store for us. 
not just the manifestations, but the transformations, which will allow us to get to the spot that we can be able to receive the manifestations that he has in store for me and you. We found out, praise God, that God wants uh, us to get these transformations, but Satan wants to block these transformations so that we never get transformed like we're supposed to. And therefore, God cannot do the things in our, excuse me, Lord, will not do the things in our lives that he wants to do. But thank God that God is committed to our transformation. See, after you get born again, <laughs> now you have to learn how life ought to be lived. Because you got a new life now. Hey, man, you got a new life. Some of y'all got new phones. You don't know how to work them. Hallelujah. Well, if it's like that with a phone, it's like that with a life. You got a new life. You don't know how to work it. I remember when my, remember when my wife forced me into a new phone. She, every once in a while, she forced me into a new phone. Praise God. She tried to update her brother. But the only problem is, is that every time she update me, then, then I don't know none of this stuff. I ain't, and, I ain't got, and I'm not going to take the time to learn it either. Praise God. Amen. And, and, and get this, you know, because the books is getting thicker and thicker that come with phones. Praise God. Hallelujah. Get this big, thick encyclopedia-looking book talking about this is your, your operating manual. I'm like, my goodness. What happened to turn it on and call somebody? Praise God. <laughs> what happened to all that? I know I'm dating myself. Praise God. But what happened to all that? You know, I thought I was doing something with a flip phone. Praise God. Yeah. I break it out like I'm cool. Praise God. Oh, you shake your head. Praise God. But not, 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 now, now we got all this uh, stuff that you do. I'll be asking people questions. I'll be saying stuff to people. And I'll be, and they, I'll be like, pay attention to me while I'm talking to you. And then they be looking it up on their phone, you know, talking to the phone instead of talking to me. Google, look this up. Praise God. And, you know, Siri, whoever. Praise God. Amen. And see, I don't, I don't talk to phones. Praise God. I talk through phones. I don't talk to phones. Praise God. Anyway. And if I figure my phone talk back to me, it got a demon in it. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll be done cast a demon out that sucker and start talking to me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so don't think about getting me all that kind of stuff. Anyway. I remember when I first got that phone, praise God. My wife and I had, we had, we had, we had an excursion we had to go on, praise God, and got on the, on, on the plane. And I knew where all the airplane modes and turned stuff off was on the other phone. I ain't know nothing about this one. So the lady came to me and she said, sir, sir, I need you to turn your phone off or turn it to airplane mode. I said, here, woman. I said, here. I was talking to the, to the stewardess. I said, here, here, chick. See that little bright woman back there in the back? I said, take it to her and tell her. I said, turn this thing off for me. Please, God. And she said, what? You don't know how to turn this? You don't know how to turn I said, ma'am, if you want the plane to take off, just take it back there to her. And then just, just let her handle it because... She know how to handle all this stuff. She all high tech and stuff like that. Hey Amen. I done just made it past them, the, the, the moving of the phone like that. And stuff. <laughs> I made it to the push buttons. And now she trying to get all high tech on her brother and stuff like that. Anyway, God gave you a new high tech life too. And most of you, you don't even know how to use it. You barely know how to turn it on and turn it off. You definitely don't know how to use all the features and the options. You don't know how awesome of a life you really got. So you feel as though the old life you had was better than the one you got. But it's only because you don't understand the one you got. Because if you understood the one you got, you find out it's way better than the one you had. That's what everybody kept telling me. They said that phone is way better than the one you had. But I didn't know it 
And I was having trouble believing it because I, I, it didn't work for me. But that's because I wasn't working it the way it's supposed to be worked. Just like a lot of y'all with your lives, too. You know, I'm a you preacher, so I'm going to say you. A lot of y'all with your lives, you'll be thinking like this Christianity thing don't work like I thought it would. It do. You just don't know what you're doing. But that's where I come in. He gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors, and teachers to be able to aid and assist us to be able to know how to work this thing. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going to work this thing. We're going to work this thing. Amen. Find out you got the life of the century. Praise God. In fact, that's what Ephesians 4 is about. It's talking about how we can walk worthy of the vocation wherewith we are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Hallelujah. Because it's talking about how we've now come united with the living God. We're one with Christ. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who is in us all and through us all. And then he's given us grace to be able to live this thing out like we're supposed to. Gave us an ability that we never had before. That we could never do in and of ourselves to be able to do what we previously couldn't do before. And then it goes on to tell us that's why he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For the, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Until we all come into the perfect unity of the faith. No more little children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. And slight a man and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But we can speak the truth in love. Hallelujah. And cause this body to increase like it's supposed to. Now we're going to pick up right there. That's in verse 17. He said, now with all that in mind, he pick up in verse 17. Because he starts telling us about how our learning the truth that's in Christ Jesus allows us to know what transformation God wants us to experience. He wants us to know what kind of transformations God wants us to experience. Because it's through the knowledge that we learn from the word of God that we learn God's desire for us to be able to put off our old life and put on our new life, put off our old selves and to put on our new self. Thank you for your word. Verse 17 says, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth not walk, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of your mind, the, the fruitless, worthless, emptiness of your mind having the understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts now God was telling us about the people whereas God who haven't learned what we learn who don't know what we know because he was saying it from the perspective of you know this because God gave you apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers so you can know this and because you know this, you ain't like them, the ones that don't know this. Because they're walking in the vanity of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. That word alienated right there means estranged away from. That is to be non-participants, to be estranged away from. That is to be non-participants. There's things God wants us to participate in with him. He wants us to be co-participants with him in life. That's why he come and share to share with us his mind, his knowledge, his wisdom, his precise knowledge, because grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God, the epic gnosis, the, the exact precise knowledge of God that I want you to get so that you can be partakers of his divine nature and of course act like he acts and do what he do so that we can then be a people who really are 
created in the image and likeness of God so that we can not just look like him, but act like him too. It comes from the knowledge. But when you don't have that knowledge, your understanding is darkened because you don't understand why you ought to do it this way. You don't understand why you should do it that way. You don't understand why this shouldn't be done. You don't understand why that shouldn't be done. But it's fun. It ain't about whether it's fun. It's about whether it lines up with the word of God. Because if it didn't come from God, it might seem like it's fun, but it ain't going to turn out fun. Because it came from the devil. And the devil come not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's the only thing on his mind. Is to jack you and your life up and everybody attached to you, connected to you, got anything to do with you. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through, which he's telling you why, through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Now, the word ignorance right there means lack of knowledge, learning, information, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a lack of knowledge, a lack of learning, and a lack of information. It's dangerous to be ignorant. It's costly to be ignorant. Because what we're ignorant of, now, now see, now the, now, now the devil through the world, through the world taught us what you don't know won't hurt you. Devil a lie. What you don't know, a jack your tail up. It, it'll, it'll cause you to lose everything you got and don't even know what you even had. Ignorance, which is lack of knowledge, lack of learning and information. It's a problem that people have because ignorance causes a blindness of our hearts. Ignorance causes a blindness of our hearts which you don't see like you're supposed to see. You don't see things like they are that you should see them. It's a blindness in our heart. Now, that word blindness in the Greek means stupidity or callousness. Stupidity. So ignorance can cause stupidity of the heart. It can cause callousness of the heart if it remains. Stupidity in our heart causes stupidity of thinking and ultimately stupidity of behavior by us. Whereas we do stupid stuff. Now, this is in God's eyes, it's stupid. In our eyes, it might be the best thing in the world to do. In our eyes, it might be what we always did and what everybody do. And because of that, we ought to do it too. Mm-hmm. Look at the world nowadays. And look at the stupid, crazy, weird stuff that people are doing nowadays. But ask them, is it stupid? No, it ain't stupid. This is what's happening. You need, you need to catch up with the times. You need to get up with the times. We all do weird stuff with ourselves, with our hair, with our skin, with our friends. And then if we get sick because of it, they get, make a pill so that we can stay in sin and don't have to worry about it. And it's just stupidity. See, when we, when we got blindness of our heart, stupidity of thinking and ultimately stupidity of the behavior will be done by us. We'll say stupid things because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart will the mouth speak. And then that, if that ain't bad enough, the Bible also says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So we'll keep saying stupid stuff and then wonder why stupid stuff keep happening in our life. Because we're getting what we say. We'll do stupid things because the Bible says as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Or another way of phrasing it, that's the way he'll be. Because stupid is as stupid does. I said stupid is as stupid does. 
Hallelujah. And even worse, the stupidity in our hearts will cause us to become callous in our stupidity. Callous. Callous means made hard or hardened. Well, we get hardened in it. And we'll, we'll get more firm in it. We'll, callous also means insensitive, indirect, excuse me, insensitive, indifferent, and unsympathetic. We'll become insensitive, indirect, in, excuse me, I keep saying indirect, indifferent, and unsympathetic. Well, as we become insensitive to what we're doing. Well, as we don't even feel anything no more. We don't even, we don't even, we... You know how when you mess up and do things when you're, you're not supposed to do, you know how the Holy Ghost start dealing with you? You start feeling sensations. You start feeling, you start feeling some kind of way like, what, what, wait, something, something ain't right here. Something, something ain't right here. Some of us be hearing, you know, family feud X's go across our head and stuff like that. <clears throat> like, don't do that. Don't, <clears throat> don't do that. And then sometimes God be scratching and cutting with it too. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Just trying, just trying his best to get you to, to hear, but we become insensitive to it. Well, we don't even recognize it no more. God didn't say nothing to me. When he was hollering, screaming, but you didn't even hear him because you become so insensitive because you become callous in your heart. Was we become strong in our wrong and do that wrong all day and all night long because we don't see what we do as wrong. Why? Because our hearts have become blinded to who we are and our hearts have become blinded to what we're doing. We don't even see what we're doing. We're doing dangerous, hard, wrong, cantankerous, scandalous stuff. And that's just to the people we love. And we don't even notice it. And the reason why is because our heart is becoming hardened. We're blinded in our own minds and then blinded in our hearts. Well, our hearts have been blinded to who we are and what we're doing. Verse 9, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 19. No, verse 18, it says, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Who, he goes on further to tell them a little bit more about them, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. Like I can't get enough of that funky stuff. They do all uncleanness. With greediness. They just want some more of it. But God said, but ye have not so learned Christ. But ye have not so learned Christ. I like that. Because we have learned Christ. We won't act stupidly. Do stupid stuff. Think stupid stuff. Say stupid stuff. Like we used to. And the reason why is because we done learned something. That causes us to change our behavior and no longer be who we used to be doing what we used to do. Because we ain't going to be like them folk in verse 19 who being past feelings. But you're trying to talk to them sensibly and they still talking nonsensibly. You're trying to talk to them. You're trying to speak reason to them. And they just as unreasonable because they're callous in their hearts. They're, 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 They're darkened in their hearts. Who being past feelings have given themselves over to, and then it starts thinking of the things that the devil and the devil's people do, giving themselves over to it. That phrase, giving themselves over, means surrendered. Surrendered. But God is saying that we'll surrender ourselves to Satan and his world system to be and to remain a person 
less than God intended for us to be because of the darkness that's in our heart and the callousness that it has become. Well, we'll surrender ourselves with a, with, with, without a fight to live a life that's not right according to the word of God. We'll get stuck on stupid, comfortable in our callousness, happy in our hardness of heart, having no clue, much less view of the transformation that's needed by me and you. But thank God for a God who said that he which has begun a good work in us will be faithful to perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. That is until the day that he parts the sky, come and get you and I. He'll continue to do whatever he needs to do to cause that transformation that he desires to happen in our lives. He'll keep doing what he needs to do. We'll be sitting all callous, all hard-headed. He said, oh, I got something for that. That can take the callous off of that. So to help deliver us from the stupidity and the callousness in our hearts, God has a transformative message spoken and taught to us. He has a transformative messages spoken to us. So that once that word gets on the inside of us, it'll remove that callous, soften our heart, and then it'll then pierce our heart and become a part until eventually we part from the stuff that we used to do. Because now we got a new heart and a new mind to be able to do what we're supposed to do. Verse 20. It says, but ye have not so learned Christ. Now the messages that God has spoken and taught to us are spoken and taught to us so that we can learn the truth that is in Christ Jesus. That we can learn the truth that is in Christ Jesus. I mean, that makes sense. We are now in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things become new and all things are of God. Now that we're in Christ, we ought to learn to operate according to the truth that is in Christ. Because when we was in the world, listening to the lies of the world, now that we're in Christ, we don't function according to the lies of the world no more. We now function according to the truth that's in Christ. Somebody say, thank God for Christ. Christ. Now Christ, we already know is Jesus Christ. But at the same time, Christ is also the anointed word sent from God to us to deliver us. It's the anointed word sent from God just for us. Somebody say, for me. Yeah, you. Praise God. It's for just for you. Come on, don't look at me like that. Has anybody ever heard a message where at the end of it you're saying, like, man, that was just for me. That's exactly what I needed to know. That's exactly what I needed to hear. That's because you're special to God. You're precious to God. God wants to transform you. He's committed to your transformation. And he's going to send a message just for you that has the ability to transform you. And cause you to no longer be darkened in your heart. Callous in there too. But you'll soften up and let God begin to start molding you and shaping you like he wants you to be. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. Saints of God, what the word of God says about our God and what he wants to do for me and you is true. He really is a God of transformation and manifestation who wants to do transformations and manifestations in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that are going to be good for me and you. That's if we let God do what he wants to do for me and you. Let's let God be the God who he is. Let's cooperate with the God who wants to cause transformation and manifestation to happen in the lives of his. Let's let God cause transformation and manifestations in the lives of me and you. Come on, y'all. Let's let God do what he wants to do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every child of God ought to say what the psalmist had to say when he said, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to all of us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you've sown. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.